Don't just set them, reinforce them, emphasize them, highlight them, spotlight them. If I have a boundary, but I am not staying true to it, i.e. I am not reinforcing it when the time comes, that's not really a boundary. It's a preference. A boundary is something that you consider a standard of what is acceptable or not acceptable and you uphold it. You uphold the standard. If you don't, then it isn't a standard, it's just a preference. Welcome back to the What's Up and What's Next podcast, the greatest podcast of all times. Thank you so, so much for listening, for tuning in every single week, every single episode that you hear. Or if you're new here, I appreciate you for giving me a bit of your schedule and for giving me a bit of your time and energy and attention, which I highly, highly value. So I hope to deliver another insightful episode that does justice to your time and your attention, which I value so, so much. And I am entirely grateful for your attention and commitment to this podcast, the same way that I commit to this podcast, because I want to show up in the best way that I can, and I want to deliver the best episodes that I can, and I want to share what's on my mind every single time. I know that was a long-winded thank you, but I really wanted to express that and get that across. That I'm very grateful for every single one of you. Thank you. Hit the follow button, hit the subscribe, leave us a review. It takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the podcast. Thank you. Now, today's episode, I want to start off with a quick update and a quick reflection on what I've been thinking. But first of all, first of all, there's something really important that I have to make a point of today. Today is 1st of October. 2023. Exactly a year ago, on the 1st of October of 2022, I came back on the podcast with the goal of consistency. So a bit of context and history for, for those of you who may be aware or may not be aware of it. I started the podcast in 2020. It was in June of 2020. And then I was sort of on and off with it. I wasn't necessarily consistent. The goal when I launched in 2020 was to record and release an episode every single week. And when I launched, I was a bit inconsistent. So I would post a few weeks, I'd post a few weeks here and there, and then I wouldn't post for a few weeks here and there, and then I wouldn't post for a period of time, then I would go back to posting for a period of time. And it was kind of like this upwards and downwards trend in consistency and predictability for you guys who listen on whether or not those episodes that I said I was going to release every week would get released. I was on and off. I wasn't the best at it. And that was from June 2020 until more or less October 2022. So for those two years, I was posting episodes, but I just wasn't being consistent. It wasn't necessarily every single week, which was the goal. And then in October 
2022, I made a decision that I am going to post an episode every single week without fail. And my only goal with the podcast at that point and at this point is purely consistency. It's purely consistency. That's all I want is to be consistent with the podcast. If I say I'm going to post every week, I am going to post every week. And so I made that commitment in October 2022. And I have now literally made a full year of episodes. It's kind of ironic how I came back on the podcast with the goal of consistency on the 1st of October 2022. And today is 1st of October 2023. And I have stuck to my word of consistency. I've posted an episode every single Sunday without miss, without skip, without fail every single week for the past year. And I'm really proud of it. For those of you who have a podcast or understand a bit about the podcasting world, it is genuinely like running a business. There's so much that needs to get done and there's so much that needs to be done in order for you to be able to show up for your listeners consistently every single week. It's really hard, it's time consuming, it's energy consuming. There's weeks that is harder to do it than others and amongst all of the excuses that I could have made, I made none and I made sure that I showed up every single week. And I'm really proud. It's just something I wanted to point out and the goal is to continue. The goal is to be consistent. That's the goal. Consistency. There's not, I'm not chasing any numbers. I'm not chasing any arbitrary metrics. I'm just chasing consistency. And that's the goal. I'm going to carry on posting every single week for you guys and deliver the best content I can with the best insight that I have in that time and hopefully provide you with a lot of value in your lives every single week. So I just wanted to First of all, acknowledge that because it's a big thing. It's generally a big thing that I've managed to stay consistent with the podcast. The first two years I was on and off and then this third year I have been on point and I'm just really, really happy. So just thought I'd share that with you all. Now, something that happened recently that I really, really wanted to share with you all is me and my girlfriend went to spend the week with her sister and her sister's husband at their house. And it was honestly one of the best weeks uh, I've had. It was so peaceful, so re-energizing, so refueling. Her family is so amazing. Her sister's great. Her sister's husband is also great. They're both great people. And it's just always good to see them. And I hadn't seen them in a while, so it was good to connect with them. And the week itself was really, really peaceful and great. But there was this one night, and I want to share this with you all. This one night that we decided to play Monopoly. And I ended up winning the game, which was <laughs> very unexpected. I didn't actually expect to win, but that's actually not the point. There was, in retrospect, in hindsight, I reflected on how that game went and there was a lot of interesting lessons that I took away from it and I thought let me share that 
because it's really interesting. So the first lesson that I took away from it was the power of focus. So in Monopoly, the goal is to buy properties, right? If you buy all the same colored properties, you've completed the set. You can also negotiate and trade properties with other players in order to complete your set. So my girlfriend was trying to complete the yellow set of properties and she wasn't really having any luck at the beginning. And she even tried negotiating with me a few times, but it didn't really end up in her favor. But she kept being relentless with it and eventually she managed to complete the set. Now, the interesting thing about this is she could have shifted her focus onto a different set of properties after initially failing to get the yellow set, but she didn't. She had her focus locked in, she kept rolling the dice, engaging in negotiations with other players, and eventually got the yellow set. Which, by the way, happened to be one of the most expensive rent payments, so if any of the other players landed on it, the fees would be heavy, like heavy. And so that level of focus and patience paid off. And so that was probably the first lesson that, in hindsight, when reflecting on the game, I took away from. The second is your network is your net worth. Now, we've heard that phrase before, I'm sure. But interestingly enough, throughout the game, my girlfriend's brother-in-law was engaging in multiple negotiations with multiple players. And although he was losing the game, an interesting thing about his gameplay was that he managed to survive for a lot longer than most people would. He was losing the game, it was clear. But he survived for so long, longer than I think any other player in that table would have survived with his gameplay. But what was insightful to me was that all because he had the courage to leverage his network, the other players, and their needs, things that the other players, including myself, wanted, in exchange for his desires, things that he, as a player, needed. So despite him being the first one to lose the game in the end, which he was, he was the first one to go out, his ability to keep negotiating with other players was relentless and it worked. That's the thing, it worked. Now, of course, he ended up losing eventually, but it worked for a great period of time, emphasizing that importance of networking. The next thing that stood to me was the secret behind boundaries. It's a very simple but clear secret behind boundaries. So at one point in the game, my girlfriend's sister wanted to engage in negotiations. She wanted to exchange properties and she wanted me to hand over some properties she wanted in exchange for properties that I wanted. However, and here's where things got interesting, I knew that I had the leverage, i.e. I had the thing that she needed. And so instead of taking the deal straight away, which by the way, would have actually benefited me a lot more than it would have benefited her. Instead of just taking it, I tried to be cheeky and ask for properties and money in exchange for what she wanted. And she said no. 
So I was like, okay. So the game kept going, and for the next three rounds, every time it was my turn to play, I tried to engage in negotiations of the same deal, but I kept trying to modify the conditions, so I'd be like, oh, um, you know, I'll give you the properties that you want if you give me properties and money, but less money than I asked last time. And she would say no every single time, until eventually I gave in, and I exchanged the properties she wanted for the ones I wanted without any add-ons, without any changes. I just took the original deal as it had been laid out. The secret here, and when I refer to boundaries, is she set her boundaries clearly and she sticked to them. She was clear on what she wanted out of the deal and what she was willing to give in return of the deal and she wouldn't compromise, she wouldn't modify, she wouldn't change her stand on the deal. She just set her boundaries, she was very clear and she stood up to her boundary. And I feel like that's the secret of boundaries is don't just set them, Reinforce them, emphasize them, highlight them, spotlight them. If I have a boundary, but I'm not staying true to it, i.e. I am not reinforcing it when the time comes, that's not really a boundary. It's a preference. A boundary is something that you consider a standard of what is acceptable or not acceptable, and you uphold it. You uphold the standard. If you don't, then it isn't a standard, it's just a preference. And so it was interesting that she wouldn't compromise. And guess what? It paid off in her favor, right? Eventually, as she got the deal exactly as she had laid it out, it paid off. She got exactly the deal that she originally proposed four rounds later. (laughs) Do you know how funny that is? Four rounds later. So... Yeah, that's, that was probably one of the key things. Alongside with the next thing, which would be seize the moment. By the end of the game, I literally owned an entire street on the Monopoly board. Like, wild. I owned the entire street. I had hotels on the entire street. For context, there's four streets in Monopoly because it's a squared board and I owned an entire street which was just full of hotels in every single property on that street which ultimately led me to winning right that was what led me to win but the truth is how I got there wasn't the smartest I got properties and sets through negotiating with other players which is fine but for some reason, there was this, the cheeky in me, or perhaps the greedy in me, in a competitive environment, constantly kept showing up, and constantly I kept trying to modify the deals. So I'd be given a deal, but I'd try to modify the deal, even though the deal was already great as it was. There was something in me that constantly tried to modify the deals that I was being given by the other players. And if they didn't meet the demands that I was imposing on their original deal, I would effectively leave the deal and come back next round to negotiate again. 
until eventually I gave in to the conditions of their deals and exchanged the properties they wanted for the ones I needed. Which is crazy. So this happened with my girlfriend's sister. And this also happened with my girlfriend's brother-in-law. Both of them proposed deals that I kept trying to modify, even though they were benefiting me a bit more than they were benefiting them. And it's crazy that I made the process a lot longer than it should have been. The deals they were coming to me with were already benefiting me a lot as it was, way more than they were going to benefit them. And so it's crazy to me to think that I was just not taking them straight away. Thankfully, a few rounds later, the deals were still there for me to take. But imagine they had changed their minds and deals a few rounds later. I would have basically missed out on the game-changing opportunities that led me to win in the first place. And I probably would have not won the game as a result of it. Had they changed their minds and deals as a result of it a few rounds later, I would have missed out on the same opportunities that led me winning the game in the end. I, I don't see how I would have won the game if I had not taken those deals. So had those deals been taken off the table later on, I think I just would have lost. And the point isn't the fact that I won or that I lost. It's Winning wasn't here or there. That's not really what I'm trying to propose here. It's not the idea that I won. It's the idea that I didn't seize the moment straight away. So what I'm trying to say here is you can kind of apply the same concept to life. When you have a great opportunity, don't be greedy, don't be cheeky, just seize the moment right there and then. Because the opportunity might not be there later for you to take. Truthfully, the opportunity might not be there later for you to take. And it's something that I really thought a lot about. Now, of course, it's just a Monopoly game. doesn't matter in the end. But it was interesting that I was getting better deals when I was being offered to trade properties or positions. And I was making the process longer just out of greed and cheekiness and maybe competitiveness as well. But for no added bonus or benefit. And so I reflect on my life and I'm like, when it comes to my life in my personal regards, I always make sure I seize the opportunities that I get. But in that game, I didn't. Or at least I didn't straight away. So it was interesting how I reflected on it and thought to myself, well, if I do this in my personal life, but I didn't do that in the game, there was something that popped up in that game that made me want to be cheeky. And I think it is definitely a side of competition. But at the same time, I'm grateful because it was a great reminder. A reminder that I need to be more mindful, but also a reminder that I need to reinforce in my own life the ability to seize the moment. Now, I'm grateful because in my life, I believe I've seized all the moments that I believe were great opportunities. But it's good to reinforce the idea that I should keep seizing the moment and taking the opportunities as they appear, rather than taking them for granted. 
which I think is what happened in that game. In that Monopoly game, what happened was I took those opportunities for granted. Thankfully, they were still there a few rounds later with no changes, and I was still able to make the most out of it. But again, flipping the scenario, had those deals changed or had they been taken off the table, I would have not won the game. And in life, there will be certain opportunities that appear in your life that if you don't take them, they could be the difference between you winning in life or not winning in life or accomplishing or achieving something great in life and not accomplishing and not achieving something great in life. Right, who would have thought that a Monopoly game would have had (laughs) these many lessons? (laughs) Who would have thought that a Monopoly game would have had more lessons to learn than a self-help book? Crazy. Anyways, I just thought I'd share that because it felt incredibly interesting and insightful to reflect back on that and observe my own behaviors in a competitive setting and then abstract some of those lessons, sorry, extract some of those lessons away. Just thought I'd share that with you all. By the way, Monopoly is a great game. I absolutely love it. It could ruin some friendships, family ties and relationships, but it's a great game. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Thank you so much for listening to me. I appreciate it, honestly. Thank you. Hit the follow button, hit the subscribe, leave us a review. It takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the podcast and to me. Please. (laughs) And if you've enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to listen to the next one to find out what's up and what's next.